Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 195. He wiped his nose and his eyes on his sleeves, muddying his face into strange patterns, wiping the snot all over his beard and mustache. Shadow squeezed Mad Sweeney's upper arm in an awkward male gesture. I'm here, it said. Twere better I had never been conceived, said Mad Sweeney at length. Then he looked up. The fellow you gave it to, would he give it back? It's a woman, and I don't know where she is, but no, I don't believe she would. Sweeney sighed mournfully. When I was but a young pup, he said, there was a woman I met under the stars who let me play with her bubbies and told, she told me my fortune. She told me that I would be undone and abandoned west of the sunrise, and that a dead woman's bauble would seal my fate. And I laughed and poured more barley wine and played with her bubbies some more, and I kissed her full on her pretty lips. Those were the good days. The first of the Grey Monks had not yet come to our land, nor had they ridden the green sea to westward. And now, he stopped mid-sentence. His head turned and he focused on Shadow. You shouldn't trust him, he said reproachfully. Who? Wednesday. You mustn't trust him. I don't have to trust him. I work for him. Do you remember how to do it? What? Shadow felt he was having a conversation with half a dozen different people. The self-styled leprechaun sputtered and jumped from persona to persona, from theme to theme, as if the remaining clusters of brain cells were igniting, flaming, and then going out for good. The coins, man, the coins. I showed you, remember? He raised two fingers to his face, stared at them, then pulled a gold coin from his mouth. He tossed the coin to Shadow, who stretched out a hand to catch it, but no coin reached him. I was drunk, said Shadow. I don't remember. Sweeney stumbled across the road. It was light now, and the world was white and gray. Shadow followed him. Sweeney walked in long, loping stride, as if he were always following, but his legs were there, too. Get to the end of the page. Here's Shadow not knowing how to deal with strong emotions from another male character. Bravo, Shadow, for trying to reach out, I suppose. The narration tells us that him gripping Sweeney's arm is supposed to say, I'm here, but I'm wondering how Sweeney translates it, or if he even really takes notice of it at all. Sweeney thinks it better if he had not been conceived, and this is possibly a reference to the book of Job in the Old Testament. In the uh, NIV version, Job 3.11-15, Why did I not perish at birth and die as I came from the womb? Why were there knees to receive me and breasts that I might be nursed? For now I would be lying down in peace. I would be asleep and at rest with kings and rulers of the earth, who built for themselves palaces now lying in ruins. Long-suffering Job goes on a bit, but we can cut it there. It could also be another one of these common enough phrases, too, but the bit with kings at rest, palaces now in ruins, very in line with the old gods. When Shadow reveals that he gave the coin away to a woman, Sweeney remembers back to his time in Ireland, and we have another prophecy. Well, maybe a bit of a fortune, which for the purposes of the novel are more or less one and the same. Just recall the fortune teller of the house on the rock. Sweeney was told that he would be undone in a land west of the sunrise, and here's the prophecy coming true. One of the themes we'll explore later in the novel is how prophecies unfold, and if one can truly escape one's prophesied destiny. It's an ancient trope, hey, shout out to Oedipus Rex, what up, that one cannot do so. So we'll have to see how everything shakes out for Shadow's prophecy. Like father, like son? Well, we'll go back to it when we need to, I guess. The Grey Monks Sweeney references are probably the Tyronesian order established in the early 1100s CE in France. The Grey Monks would have begun appearing in Ireland shortly after being established and had more than 100 abbeys in France and the Greater British Isles by 1113. 
Sweeney also seems to indicate that this order sailed to America, but once again, I can find no evidence to support this. Of course, we've already determined that ancient peoples could feasibly have crossed the Atlantic Ocean from Ireland and Europe to America pre-Columbus. Archaeological evidence be damned, so he could be telling the truth. Sweeney's jumping all over the place here, and it's sounding a lot like my podcast. He tells Shadow that he shouldn't trust Wednesday, and Shadow sticks to a common response that I think he brings up quite a bit. He gets told a lot that Shadow that uh, Wednesday is not trustworthy, or various bits of of people telling him that Wednesday is kind of a heel, but he always kind of falls back on this. He's doing a job, and this is pretty common to how he deflects these sorts of questions or statements about Wednesday. It does seem a little odd that he's so ready to defend a guy he's known for a week, but I guess we can cross that bridge when we come to it too. Sweeney then jumps to asking Shadow if he remembers how to take the coins from the horde, and Shadow's forced to admit that he got too drunk and doesn't remember. Sweeney then just kind of walks away. In my memory, he told Shadow how to do it again, but... Oh wait, I've taken this note, but I've actually gotten to the point. Anyway, uh, come back next week, we can talk about that then. The description of that how Sweeney walks and continues on to the next page is really spectacular too. The stumbling forward and the ground rushing to meet his feet. It's it's really joyous and not at all appropriate for the condition Sweeney is in now. Oh, poor Sweeney. Get in touch with the show at the world beyond the tail at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.